welcome to Social Takeout, Small Bites of Social Discussion. I'm Sarai, and this is episode three of our Summer Letter Series. Sorry about my voice, I have a disgusting cold. I'm super paranoid, so I've had corona tests all week. It's not corona, it's just a cold. Yay. So we have, of course, I have a letter for Jeremy, and then we have a letter from a previous guest and fan, Holden. Dear Jeremy, Amsterdam sounds like a super fun time. I've never been, but I was supposed to go for a concert tour, but it was canceled, like everything else for the last year. I can't wait to visit sometime. I, on the other hand, am on the couch in the construction zone that is my apartment with a summer cold. Everything is terrible. It's mostly fine, just I don't like being sick. Uh, But I'm looking forward to a few concerts in the next couple of weeks and then my birthday. I really can't wait. Um, So tell us, tell me, but tell everyone, how is dating going? I want to hear all of the details. You've told me a little bit via text, but I want you to really put all of your business out there. (laughs) I think there was a text about a possible sugar daddy, Mm -hmm. maybe. Okay, Uh, I hope you are having a great time and get back to Berlin safely. And this is from Holden. It's a bit long, so settle in, get a drink, have some popcorn, listen. It's a good letter. Dear friends, currently I'm sitting in a castle in Baden-Württemberg writing to you. Sorry, side note, my German is terrible. I have a multivitamin juice next to me and there's a dead bug on the windowsill. I want to move it, but I'm a little grossed out by bugs. In the other room, there is a music theater rehearsal happening, and they sound really good. The choreographer is a total babe. The show I'm doing right now was postponed due to the pandemic, and I feel extremely lucky to be able to do it again. I had a lot of social anxiety the first weeks and thought everyone hated me and thought I was weird. But at some point, I figured out that we all had our shit going on. I'm doing Dr. Blint in Defleeter Mouse, which is normally a very small role, but the director has me doing an alter ego Blint, where I party like a big old Berlin gay in the second act. I'm living for it. I would like to see this. It sounds fantastic. About my pandemic, though. I've made decisions for my happiness before, but somehow have never understood that making those decisions is a continuous effort. There's no backlog of happiness big enough that does not require me to continue making stoic and responsible choices for myself. I'm not only talking about the small gestures of love for myself, like buying the nice coffee from the third wave queer coffee shop, or buying the not on sale fruit, but those are also included. I'm talking about the general mentality that I am worth feeding, clothing, keeping dry from the weather, sharing time with, having sex with, paying fairly, and putting a roof over. That's really deep, and a lot of people don't ever get there. They don't ever get to that understanding that they're worth basic things. Happiness is relative and a completely other complex. 
but I also deserve to have the best chance at happiness, which means prioritizing my myself in ways that are terrifying to me. During the pandemic, I had to make a lot of small and large choices. One of them was doing a coding course on loaned money. One of them was moving back to Berlin. One was buying furniture for my empty balcony and a new washing machine with help from my mother. Growing up Catholic with a capital C really makes you think you're not worth any of that. And when you realize you're queer and trans, it has always made me feel like I need to play moral and emotional catch up. Like, I know that my charm, friendliness, and actual favors for people can make up for my existence. But I need to keep that at a Virgo level of perfection to make sure that I have the right to all of those basic necessities, food, water, etc. If I make a petty comment, if I find myself judging someone else, or if I'm just in a fucking cranky mood, then it docks points off of my imaginary ex-Catholic game of earn your existence. Yeah, uh, my ex-husband was Catholic. We could do a whole, whole episode on Catholic guilt. Anyway, the pandemic was actually a good time to reflect on a lot of this behavior in a meaningful and healthy way. Before the pandemic, I would constantly let people walk over my boundaries, but when the boundary is tied directly to the World Health Organization's standards in a pandemic, I have a bit of help. Now that things are starting to open up, I feel like I can make decisions for myself. I'm not always confident, but my intuition is just a hairline better than it was before. I have a stable programming job, which is giving financial security, something I haven't had since I was a teenager. This in and of itself gives me a huge amount of freedom, which also makes me angry at capitalism, but we're not going into that right now. That's a whole episode. We'll go into it at some point. <laughs> it also allows me to orientate myself around certain standards. It sounds strange for people who haven't been in the, been artists, but having a quote normal job requires me to raise my standards for myself. 30,000 euros a year is suddenly very little in the capitalist world, but something I've literally never earned. Neither. Never. Mm -mm, not just from singing. I'm ecstatic to have so much money, but I know it's on the low side for my job. Also having a job that pays me this much when I've only just started is really, it really turns my sense of self-worth around. Like I'm apparently worth at least this much money. In singing, I'm worth more, but because I know how the system works, I won't expect that much. But to know that I'm worth more is powerful. To know that my literal time is worth anything at all actually is powerful. Absolutely. I know I should know all of this, and I tell my friends this all the time, but somehow I only just understand. I'm only just understanding. Yeah, it's like this thing where, like, that's fine for you, but for me, no. You know, it's like being forgiving and understanding with everyone else, but not affording yourself those same courtesies or being gracious with yourself. You're absolutely worth that. And more. The pandemic has also given me a huge amount of clarity for what I want my short-term future to look like. I've always been terrible at imagining my future, but I had enough time that I could think, quote, if I could get a programming job to support myself while I do auditions and gigs for a while, that would be fucking great, end quote. And that's what looks like is going to happen or is already happening. 
Even the basic fact that I love singing is something that surprised me. I shouldn't have been surprised, but after a few months of not singing at all, what I felt was a well-deserved rest from auditions and hustling, I realized that I do in fact like singing, not just hopping around on stage and screaming, which is normally what my roles are like, but the actual singing. For the first time in a while, I had the desire to sing things beautifully, with meaning rather than purely comedically and as a vessel for laughter. I really want to sing. That is fantastic. A lot of people, a lot of singers don't really ever understand that they hate singing uh, and that they're miserable and that they would be so much happier doing something else. So like having the understanding and knowing that you do in fact like to sing is really important. That's all for now. Love y'all. Hope you're healthy and happy as one can be in a system which prioritizes money over happiness. Love, Holden. Thank you, Holden. I love your letter. I The, the thing I take away most is that uh, the pandemic for you was a time of like rejuvenation and self-reflection and self-care um, and rediscovering your love for singing, which I think is great. I'm happy that the world stood still just for you to figure that out. <laughs> That's kind of what I'm, I am, how I'm referring to the pa- pandemic from now on. It's like, oh, the world stood still so I could recover from my accident. And that's beautiful, you know, uh, to just look at it with rose colored glasses. Like, never mind all of the people who died, hundreds of thousands of people, but trying to find something positive in it. Um, I really appreciate your letter. Thank you for writing it to us. Jeremy, don't forget to let us know in your next letter about your sugar daddy and all of your sexcapades that are going on. We want to hear about it. Uh, Some of us want to live vicariously through you. So, you know, send the deets. Um, Thank you all so much for listening. You can find us on social media, on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Hello, social takeout. Um, And you can find all of the links for our social media as well as info on all of our episodes and links to our guests and letter contributors um, on our website at hellosocialtakeout.com. Okay, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.